Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small-town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams, and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. Thanks for listening. On your way to the grocery store to pick up the kids, making life happen like you do every single day. You're my reason. You're my why. You're why I write in every coffee shop and park bench to remind you that who you are is who you're supposed to be and that what you're doing, it matters. Hey, we're here to celebrate you. It's time to give ourselves grace and gold stars to lean in and, and love ourselves. In those days, it's hard to see the masterpiece in the mess. So when I was 17 years old, I was driving this old 1984 white Honda Civic. We named it the Rice Rocket. This car looked like it cost about 17 bucks. You see, I had just been fired from Piggly Wiggly. Now, y'all... That's a story for another day. (laughs) I had taken a job an hour away from my little town of 2,000 people to take this fancy job in the city. So you can imagine when I saw this McDonald's with the golden arches at the end of the day, I flew across three lanes of traffic, grasping 99 cents in my hand with the dreams of a large hot fry. Oh my goodness. I didn't even notice this other car It was in my blind side, and I accidentally hit this Oldsmobile. Oh, my gosh. It was rightfully turning in its own lane. And when I hit this car, a little piece of rubber from my front bumper, it just peeled back. And it clawed the entire side of this car. I mean, we're talking it busted out both of her tires. When the wreck was over, my little car that looked like it cost about (laughs) 17 bucks, My parents asked, well, what kind of damage did it do to her car? And as I cried, I said, Mom, I think it's beyond repair. So on today's episode, we are talking about storms that come our way and how to find the goodness in those hard places when life blindsides us. It's what my guest today calls a nick versus a ding. So I am interviewing one of my favorite humans, Susan Miller. She's CEO of Just Move Ministries. She's host of the podcast Hope for the Uprooted. And she's author of After the Boxes Are Impact. Susan has a heart for the uprooted woman. After relocating 14 times, she's developed this 12-week curriculum based on the book that she wrote. And it offers women around the globe, in churches, military bases, wherever women are putting down roots in a new community. Guys, this study is for you. So Susan was married to her beloved Bill for 45 years. I wish I had met him, Susan. She has two children, six grandchildren. And when you hear her voice, y'all, it's like coming home. It's this familiar, sweet voice. It's like a hug that you have always needed. So without further ado, Susan Miller Tell us a little bit about you and the experience of moving 14 times that created this platform to help other women. 
gosh, Stephanie, (laughs) where do I begin? Moving was my lifestyle, and I had many dings and nicks along the way with 14 moves. Oh, my gosh, can we identify as movers? You know, Bill and I were out in the yard one day, and he was washing the car, and he all of a sudden turned to me and said, What in the world did you do? Where were you parked? You have this huge ding on the side of the car. And, of course, I just got just irate with him. I was insulted. I thought, there goes an intimate moment with him washing the car. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, Susan, a ding is not as easy to fix. It has to be fixed from the inside. But a nick can just be touched up with paint. He said there's a difference depending on the force of the blow. And I said, oh, my gosh, you have just written another chapter in my book for me because a move is just like that. A move can be a ding or a nick depending on the force of the blow, depending on the impact of a move. In other words, my friends, if your move is a ding, that's internal healing or restoration that has to happen. But if it's a nick, why, that's a surface, external hug or a smile or a, hey, let's go to coffee. So depending on the impact of your move, it could be a ding or a nick. And you need to understand that to help you in your adjustment. Well, you know, that's a great point because I've had a few nicks. I've had quite a few nicks. I've only had a few dings. But boy, they hurt either way. Sometimes in life, it feels like, like for me, I've talked about this story before with uh, Sherry on moving here from Atlanta to Arizona. And I, I, I had planned for it, you know, and still... It hurt. Still, it was hard. And I was speaking the other day, and a woman was sitting there crying. She's like, I planned for this move, but it's been so hard. It's beautiful here, but it's just you uproot yourself from life, and you're meant to be rooted. You're meant to be connected and feeling like a sense of belonging. So for her, that felt like it was a nick. But a ding, oh, my goodness. Give us a couple of examples of dings. Well, you know, uh, a move can be unplanned. It can be unwanted. It can be unexpected. It can be because of a divorce or because of a loss of a spouse. And those are big dings. They're not as easy to fix because you need internal healing, internal restoration. Uh, I've had dings, yes. I've had moves that affected my marriage relationship um, just to the depth of lots of change and loss. And then, of course, a nick is a smooth move. Hey, you're looking forward to it, and you just, you know, going to make that friend. But I'll tell you, uh, a ding can really cut you off. Well, you know, and I've talked to a lot of women who are saying, like, I didn't I didn't even see this happening. I didn't see it coming. My my husband asked for a divorce or we went through bankruptcy or like these sudden I've had friends that have lost their spouses, you know, in their 40s. They just wake up and they've passed. I mean, this is 
such a devastating blow where you think I'm not even going to survive this. So tell us a little bit about, are there questions that you ask yourself when you're deciphering between the two? Well, I coined a phrase called crisis move, and that's when your house leaves you rather than you leaving your house. In other words, it's unplanned, unwanted, and unexpected. It could be from a natural disaster, an economic setback, a foreclosure, a loss of a job. Those are the things that are um, for example, a natural disaster, that becomes a very public move rather than private. People can move and feel shame or fear or guilt, even embarrassment, anger or bitterness, because one crisis is private and one crisis is public. Everybody knows about the horrible natural disasters we've had, and they're on the news and people come to one another's rescue, that's a very public crisis move. But a private one where there's shame and fear and embarrassment could be uh, a divorce or a foreclosure or just the loss of a home, and there in the middle of the night you're having to leave. You know, that's a good point that you made because I know that I've had all the emotions. You know, as women— It's like a roller coaster ride sometimes. You know, the kids do something dumb that, you know, in public, and that's like, okay, that's a little nick. And then something devastating happens, like a divorce, and maybe it was something that you didn't want, you didn't foresee. And we have all these emotions in life, like feelings of despair or even rage. The other day I was, I was talking to a friend and I said, yeah, you go through this, these stages of like you feel so sad and then you feel angry. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm in the anger. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Grieving comes with loss. And, you know, with moving comes change. With change comes loss and grieving. And when you're in a crisis mode, grieving is the last thing you do hey, honey, you're trying to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You're in survival mode. And grieving is the last thing. And oh, my gosh, the feelings and emotions just you stuff them down because of the hurt or the pain in a crisis move. Yeah. And I just want to remind women just to seek God for guidance. Sometimes I don't even know what to pray. Or when I'm praying for someone else, I don't even know what to say. But when you just say the name of Jesus, there is something that can fix it all. There is just something about the name of Jesus because he is the answer. No matter what comes into our life, he is our North Star. You know, in Deuteronomy 31, 6 through 8, he promises to be with you always to the end of the age. Always. He is your answer anchor in the midst of the storm. He's the anchor in the midst of any crisis move or traumatic loss. And my favorite scripture, Deuteronomy 31, 8, don't be afraid for the Lord will go before you and will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. I love that. I mean, sometimes I've gotten in the car and I'll just scream. And I've talked to other women that say the same. They'll just get in the car and just scream. But you know what? There is nothing you can't say or do to derail God. 
Absolutely. I can remember when we first moved to Phoenix and I ran away from home. Ha ha. Went on a long day trip and didn't tell anybody. But uh, that was my big run away from home. But I rolled the window down and cried and cried and cried because nobody could see me, hear me sob. And, you know, you just have to get it out. Oh, I hear you. I've done that a few times. I was actually at Home Depot the other day and I was doing a video <laughs> and Daniel was watching me do the video while he was shoving the carts in. And I thought <laughs> if he'd have been there only 10 minutes earlier, he'd have seen me crying and doing all the things. And I'm sure these men, sometimes they're wondering, oh, like, yeah. what's happening in these oh, cars yeah. with all these women? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, we are all about emotions. But I tell you, um, our ministry, Just Move Ministry, will show you how you can adapt Feel connected and thrive after a move. We'll show you how to begin to let go and to trust God and begin to start over and have move forward with hope. And we take you through that journey after a move. I just, um, you know, after 14 moves and I wrote the book and I thought, Lord, let this help other women. There is life after a move. Yeah, it can all be overwhelming. And I'm reminded in Galatians 6, 9, and this is really what's helped me for years. Let us not become weary in doing good, for in due season you will reap a harvest of blessing. But the key is if you don't give up. If you don't give up, never give up and never lose hope, my friends. You may be listening and just hanging on by a thread. I've had women tell me, Susan, I pulled off the road just to hear your encouragement and know that I wasn't the only one going through this. And you are not the only one going through this. Absolutely. When I took your when I took your class, just moved, I was in despair. I had, I had moved here and I thought it's, it was just so hard. I didn't know a single person except my father-in-law and he was in his eighties and we came to take care of him. And, uh, someone had asked with my four kids, uh, could you give me an emergency contact? And I started crying in Barnes and Nobles. I could not think of a single person to call and my husband had asked me to, to lunch and I, you know, when you move and you uproot yourself from, from life and there's so many other changes and challenges, but what I had done was I looked around and all the kids had gone to school and my husband had gone to work and I looked around and I saw the boxes, the unpacked boxes. So I go to my husband's office and he's like, Hey, are you having a good day? And I just start bawling like the saddest like just a cry over top of my cry and my engineer husband who thinks he can fix everything you know these men you you yeah, throw out a solution do. yeah they want to be the fixers they don't want to see us cry you went to his office and cried I closed the door when the kids went to school and Bill went to work and the dog even had a place to go in the yard and I sat in the middle of the floor in the middle of boxes and cried my eyes out and, you know, I love how the Lord allows, you know, that pain to become our platform from change. Our pain becomes a platform for change. And there are a lot of women out there right now who are going through something. And it's so easy to try to, like she said, like Susan said, stuff it. Like, you know, it's shameful. 
put it in the back, put it in your past and just keep going. But here's the thing. You have to go through it. It's like preposition. You know, you've got to go through it. You can't go around it. You can't go under it. You have to learn the lesson. You got to learn the lesson. And so in doing that, Susan has helped so many thousands of other people. She is renowned. The woman has traveled all over the world. She goes to Germany and, and she's in the, in, in the, in the show, in the studio right now going, Oh my goodness. Yes. But here's the thing. She's traveled everywhere to Germany, to Colorado, like military wives, women dealing with change. Uh, she's like a rock star. We can have a conference and women come in and they see me and some of the people that are working on the team. But as soon as Susan walks in, it's like the rodeo has come to town. <laughs> the rock star has walked into the building. They all want a picture with her. And it's because she has shared her pain and she's so relatable. So tell us a little bit about what would what would it be like if I walked into a just move class? Like how do I how do I get to you? Well, the first thing you do is go to justmove.org. That's our website. If you want to contact me, just email me at reachus at justmove.org. We have three studies going on here in Phoenix, in the Valley. We would love to help you plug in to one of them if you are, if you live anywhere in the Valley. We'd love to help you. And so we offer the studies that take you on that journey after a move and how necessary it is. The first thing when you walk in my class is I'm going to give you a big hug, honey, and I'm going to have pom-poms waving for you to encourage you. Uh, Pom-poms are my first Thessalonians 5.11, encourage one another all the more. I encourage with being someone's cheerleader. So uh, we would love you, welcome you, and then walk you through that journey of letting go, starting over, and moving forward. And, of course, keeping your focus on Christ. That's the key. That's the key. You know, it's funny. I found your book at a Scottsdale Bible Church in the cafe, and I was having a coffee. I walk in. I see the book after the boxes are unpacked. And I open it up, and the first chapter says, you know, it talks about a move from Atlanta to Scottsdale, Arizona. It says, from grits to guacamole, a woman's journey from Atlanta to Scottsdale. How about that? How about that? Grits to guacamole. Y'all, it took me forever to pronounce guacamole. Um, you know, I just slur the English language with a southern accent. But, uh, yeah, from grits to guacamole, from oak trees to cactus. And, you know, here I am. And then when Stephanie came into my life, it was like a ray of sunshine. Uh, her book, Living Your Best Life, takes you on from uh, going through my study. It takes you on with encouragement as a mom and living out life every day. You know, I love it because when I first walked into the class, I thought, oh, well, I stand out. I actually ended up in the class about four or five weeks into the study, and it was like home. Everyone is experiencing change, and they were from you know, Wisconsin, Michigan, all over the country, even the world. And there were about 30 girls per session. And it was great because I, it was so relatable. I walked in and I had immediate friends. We went to lunch, we went hiking, 
And it's just been a glorious, like, friendship and group of uh, finding your tribe. I've really enjoyed it. Now, for the people who are in the Phoenix area, what would they do? Well, uh, go to JustMove.org because we have our studies that are nationally and internationally listed on there. If you want to call our office and talk to somebody about a specific area, please do that, 480-991-5268. But we are always available through our website. I'm always available through Reach Us at Just Moved. And that's what we do. We connect women, and we have studies that are in churches, in backyards, in basements, on military installations. And it's all about women who are on the move. Hey, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about dings and nicks and how, how it is to find goodness in those extraordinarily hard places. So I would like to thank Mom Case. She wrote, Stephanie shares her wisdom and insight into navigating as a Christian mother in a crazy world. She's funny and honest, and I look forward to her next episode. So, hey, thanks. Now, back to the show. I've got a question for you. Susan. Tell what, me a, Stephanie? What? what? Oh, we're having so much fun. <laughs> well, like, we're oh. such good friends, you know. How blessed are we to encourage one another? I know. I got up this morning and it was like Christmas to me. I thought, oh, I cannot wait to share this lady with the entire world. And, uh, you know, it really changed my life because when I first met you after I found the book and I read it, I'm crying and I just Googled you, Susan, and just moved. And I thought, is she still here? Is she still in Scottsdale? Where is this woman globally? Where is she? And within an hour, she wrote back and she said, oh, honey. And that got me right there, choked up. Honey, I just want you to know that I am sending you the biggest hug. And it's amazing how, like, when you feel like you're alone, God knows. Like, what is that scripture in Matthew that not a sparrow falls, that God doesn't see it? Not a tear is shed, that he doesn't collect it. So I want you to know when you're driving in the car today, whatever you're doing and you're listening to this episode, God has not forgotten you he's not forgotten you he knows all the desires of your heart he knows the pain and the shame and the anger and the loss he knows it all and if you will allow him if you'll allow him to turn that pain into a platform of change to help other women get ready girl your life is going to change forever and so much goodness is going to come from this so i have a question what are some steps that we could take some actionable steps to just, you know, in the last couple of minutes to kind of come out of this, this pain. Well, first of all, you have got to get up, get dressed and get out there because, you know, the worst thing you can do is sit behind, you know, your front door and think, well, somebody's going to come and bring cookies. The day and age of that, you know, has passed. You may have to go outside and just 
hey, meet and greet everybody on the street. Look for kids' toys up and down the street when you walk. That's the family that has children. Um, join a church. I always say the most important three things you can do is join a church, join a church, join a church. That's where community begins. That's where connection begins. It's all about fellowship and relationships, and you've got to get up, get dressed, and get out there, girl. Don't just sit around and feel sorry for yourself. Put on that lipstick. If you're in the South, you'll do it. Put on that lipstick and just smile at everybody you meet and ask questions. I always say, borrow an egg. In other words, whatever that looks like to knock on a neighbor's door or ask a question. Can, you know, can I borrow an egg? Can I borrow a stick of butter? It's a beginning of a conversation. I like that. So you're saying don't wait for somebody to just knock on the door. Girl, get out there. Put right. your lipstick on. Put your big girl underwear on. Put your big girl <laughs> panties on. And if you run. don't if you don't wear lipstick, it's okay. You just get up and get out. That's right. There's a tribe of people out there, but they have to be salt. They could be at a football right. game, at tennis, right. Bible studies, wherever. Right. So do you have any in the last 30 seconds, any other conclusions or? Just remember Colossians 1.17, in him all things hold together. Whether you have a ding or a nick, girl, you can make it. I just appreciate you giving your time and coming up here today. I love you so much, and you have blessed my life, and I love that we go to coffee and you ride your bike up to my house, and you have changed my life forever. I thank you so much. And I love you dearly. Hey guys, if this show has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to click the five stars and tell me what you think over on Apple Podcast. You can go to my website at stephaniepletka.com and subscribe or grab a copy of my book, Living Your Best Life, or even download the Audible for Moms on the Go. Are you in the Phoenix area? Tune into Faith Talk 1360 every Monday at four or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until then, here's to living your best life.